make this a video podcast so people see all the things that you're doing. You're like doing all your laundry, you're folding laundry. You're doing all sorts of things during this podcast. If we're just going to make stuff up, like I see you uh, like playing with your dolls and a dress. <laughs> like, what, are you, like, what are you talking about? I like playing with my dolls. Did you hear about this article in Bloomberg that everyone's freaking out about? Yes, I, I, I saw it and I did not freak out about it. I freaked out a little bit. I no. don't freak out about anything, but, you, you know, it's just I, I'm, I'm constantly disappointed in life and my fellow humans so if you don't know already or maybe hopefully you guys know there's they're going to stop making plant-based meat now forever because of this one article so the author is dina shanker and judging from her history with bloomberg she writes a lot of negative articles about plant-based foods especially beyond the article is called Fake meat was supposed to save the world. It became just another fad. And then the subtitle is Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods wanted to upend the world's trillion dollar meat industry. But plant-based meat is turning out to be a flop. Talks mainly about Ethan Brown and the goings on of Beyond. Of course, it's an unfair characterization to say it's a flop, like it was a fad and now the fad is over and then like these companies will no longer exist and no one will buy their products. That's not fair. What is fair is that, you know, these products have underperformed expectations only because the expectations were so astronomically high, because that's apparently the only way to get venture funding and an IPO and all that is you have to promise the world but the problem is no one can deliver the world. Um, and so it goes without saying that eventually expectations will crash down to reality. It's just like, you know, people all call like Elon Musk this carnival barker because he promised the world with Tesla and everyone bought it for a while. And then, you know, the company's not out of business. People are not no longer buying Teslas. It's just, uh, you know, the bubble bursts, reality sets in. And uh, we have to continue the slog of uh, trying our best to incrementally stop factory farming. Well, first of all, there's this picture of the Beyond Meat burger, which looks like it's rotten. It's not fair. It's not a fair picture because I've never seen one that looks like that. The cover of the article, the burger looks like Black Death. <laughs> like right. like no one would ever eat a burger that looks like that. It's a hit job. That's not fair. They showed a rotten burger. They don't look like that. I've seen them raw. They don't look like that. It's really easy to go after Beyond. I, I have my problems with Beyond. But they also went after Impossible. And you can even tell that this was a, this article had a slant to it that was sort of, I don't know, pro-meat industry, I guess. Because For sure. they kind of brought impossible to the whatever to the battle and they didn't really have a lot of tangible evidence that impossible's having trouble they do mm -hmm. have there's tangible evidence that beyond is having trouble i actually think that a, a lot of reasons why beyond is in trouble has nothing to do with people's tastes of of uh, the, the meat industry i think it has to do with mismanagement poor choices and products that 
don't taste that good. Impossible's doing a different thing. They actually have been cultivating better tasting products and have been making less noise per se. Quality over quantity, I guess. I don't know. As you know, I'm a person with no taste buds, so I have no no issue with Beyond's products. I think they're all great. Uh, that said, uh, you know, if they're saying it's it's also unfair to say that because Beyond Meat Company is suffering. The whole category of plant-based like meats is dead. <laughs> it's a flop. The fad is over. That, like, that's not reasonable. I mean, I guess that's just kind of yellow journalism, right? Well, this is actually kind of has some facts in it. I mean, obviously, the best propaganda has some facts mixed with some sure. platitudes. It's kind of funny, too, because they talk about how, I guess, beyond got its like secret sauce like the when beyond was making their burgers they f figured out a way to put like little pellets of fat within their vegan meat mm -hmm. and they say that it, i guess supposedly the technology comes from dipping dots because a real meat has like pockets of fat this is sort of the most factual part of the article beyond lost sales in almost every channel last quarter that's true over the past year it laid off more than 20 percent of its workforce and lost more than half of its c-suite i get that one guy bit that was his nose off because of and, the bite the biting yeah. incident and then apparently like some other people left around the same time and halted projects including vegan hot dogs and the next alt protein frontier cell cultured meat they had to spend all that money uh, paying uh, kim kardashian none of the biggest fast food chains that have announced partnerships with Beyond, KFC, Pizza Hut, and most important, McDonald's, have put a single permanent item on their U.S. menus. While the index of packaged food companies on the S&P 500 was up about 4% from a year ago, as of January 17th, Beyond stock is now hovering around $16, down 76% from a year and roughly 93% of its peak in the summer of 2019. Okay, that's it. Go ahead. Now I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, um, I should have stopped reading. How dare I? It's an easy target to go after a company that's had issues. I mean, I mean, I can, I could, I can mention a bunch of issues I have with Beyond. No company goes from zero to like a multi-billion-dollar valuation without some growing pains and issues. It's like it's a sloppy process. You move fast and you break things. Yeah, but they were doing things that were kind of ill-advised, too. In the same article, it said that McPlant is available in other countries. Does that not mean that Beyond is supplying them in other countries? That's right. So then in that case, they did they did stick. It's just Morica, like can't get it together and start eating more plant-based stuff, apparently. Factory farms are subsidized and have a much better yeah. head start when it comes to... Uh, infiltrating a marketplace uh the article also talks about like you know are they even healthier but they they admitted that at worst they at worst they're equivalent to meat so chances like chances are it has to be better than 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 a dead animal right it cannot be worse than a dead animal but they talk about how processed it is uh, and sure it is processed but processed isn't inherently bad it's like you can process in a good way in a good direction or you can process in a bad direction um, but my, my real issue about how, why I believe, um, sales have been underperforming is 
you know, back in a couple of years ago, everybody had all this disposable cash from all the stimulus. And so they were able to pay a premium for things. Now, last night I went to a fat burger and I had a delicious, impossible burger, fries and a drink with tax. It was almost $20. Like, you know, unless somebody has a really burning ethical reason to eat that over a regular dead animal burger, if they walk into the store, you know, they could get the same thing with meat for, I don't know, under $15, including tax. So you have to have like an ethical conviction to pay an extra uh, $5, like, you know, over a third of a premium over the base price. So it's just now that we're kind of in a recession, all these meat eaters that these plant-based companies were targeting, they don't have much incentive. Like they, they were doing it, you know, if it was the same price, maybe they'd consider it. I, I know multiple people who said if it's the same price, they'll buy the, the plant-based option. Unfortunately, um, you know, they're gouging the captive audience, us. We have to pay more or just not get it. And um, it's not helping to, like, convert people over to the plant-based option. Well, the other thing was the sort of slanting the food towards, uh, you know, better health. Like, I mean, I do mm-hmm. think that there are incremental health benefits to cholesterol, obviously. You talk about a carnival barker situation. I, there was one time when Ethan Brown called Beyond Burger a protein shake on a bun. Pushing this as health food is not a good thing. Well, it is proteinful, and a protein shake isn't necessarily healthy either. It's a processed thing where they concentrate a lot of protein. So I don't think that's like a wrong characterization. Marketing this as health food is not the right way because it's a uh, indulgence. And uh, right, I definitely think of it as an ethical substitute for meat. I definitely do not think of it as particularly healthy. So it's interesting because Impossible they didn't really get fully attacked. It was a bit of a bit of a graze per se. They actually put out a full page ad in the New York Times refuting the Bloomberg article, and then on their website they have this letter that just attacks the article like in a in a pretty aggressive way nice fight back so anyway this is what impossible said bloomberg was supposed to report the facts it became just another opinion piece this is written by team impossible our response to bloomberg's subjective one-sided take on plant-based meat is just another fad last week Bloomberg Businessweek published a story about Impossible Foods and Beyond Meat that was positioned as a closer look at the plant-based meat industry. An unappealing image above the headline leaves an instant negative association with the reader's subconscious before presenting any facts. They're talking about the Black Death Burger. (laughs) Yeah, the Plague Burger. Across several pages rife with one-sided anecdotes and editorializing framing, the story works hard to create a misperception that plant-based meat, once celebrated as a significant environmental potential, has nowhere to go but down. The reporting is scarce of any data to support its position. Sales have plummeted, it said, referring to a mere 14% drop in refrigerated plant-based meat sales across the category, with no mention of frozen plant-based meat sales that are up across this category. I guess some are down and some are up. Impossible Foods, it claimed, 
is discovering that upending animal agriculture is difficult, even though we've been broadcasting this loudly all along. But there are two sides to every story. Today, we took a full-page ad out in the New York Times to draw attention to the widespread criticism people had about the story. Human beings have been eating meat for millions of years. By comparison, 10 years doesn't seem like a lot of time for a global upheaval in the food production. Yet in time, the global plant-based meat category has expanded to a $7 billion global market. The products have improved dramatically from old veggie patties and bean burgers that you might remember to products that actually convince people that plant-based products can taste just as good as animal meat. So anyway, they go on, but um, it's kind of interesting how they're fighting back at bad a press. Strong rebuttal. Yes. Yeah. And uh, ultimately, the one thing that the article does not mention is ethics. So, you know, if you had an underlying ethical reason for this, you're willing to, uh, like I said, pay a premium. You're willing to eat something that may not be optimally healthy, even though it's most likely marginally more healthy than a meat animal burger. You're willing to make a lot of allowances. So, uh, you know, to some extent, hearts and minds must change before sales change. I don't really think that impossible's in trouble. Actually, they have gains. I do think that Beyond is in trouble. And I don't think it's because of plant-based, the demand for plant-based foods. I think it's um, a lot of self-inflicted wounds. Like what? Positioning to, to big culture, like hiring the Kardashians, turning off other vegans, like releasing products like they're, I mean, just a terrible beef jerky uh, that, that was inedible. Maybe releasing the original uh, Beyond Burger that wasn't 100% ready. Making deals with fast food companies to pump up and juice up their stock, but they weren't really long-term deals, and so they well, would come and That you can't go. blame them for. You, yes, you can. Oh, come on. Yeah, you no, you can't. Yes, it depends on the they, deal. You know, if you're going to have a deal. Look, McDonald's is not going to make you a permanent deal. They're going to test first. So if you want to land McDonald's, you need to play by this game. Then you don't land McDonald's. I don't know. You grow in an organ organic way. You don't, you know, I mean, there's some people that are, I guess, trying to get, you know, whatever, land the big fish or something. And then there's a company like Impossible doing intelligent things and their products are staying on the menu. I mean, you can get an Impossible Whopper. I, I, I just think that Impossible is a superior product. They're not. They're not even in quality. No, I don't disagree. But you, you, also, if there weren't another major player, Impossible wouldn't be quite the innovative uh, company that it is. Right? Like competition is what breeds innovation. So we want Beyond to keep fighting and potentially like incrementally improve because otherwise, uh, the other one would just rest on its laurels. Okay, so you're Beyond. What do you do? How do you improve this situation? How do you, like, I mean, obviously it looks like, by the judging from this article, which is, you know, definitely a hit piece, but right. there, there is some element of truth. I mean, obviously, you know, they're, they're losing money. Their fast food rollouts aren't sticking. Um, yeah, it sucks. There's, they have honestly, an identity I, crisis. 
a lot of the things they've done, they seemed like the logical thing to do at the time to me. And and it just didn't work. So I, I really don't know the answer. I have the answer. I think they need to focus in on the, the, the quality of their products, not necessarily be a be all end all like, okay, well now we're going to put out chicken and now we're going to put out beef jerky mm -hmm. and now we're going to do this. They're definitely scrambling for market share. They're trying to gobble it all up like Pac-Man. The products they're putting out are right. not good quality products. There's issues with the products. I hear you. I, it's it's probably lost on me to a certain. I mean, I haven't had the jerky, but to me, it's like I cannot like the burger's fine. So I mean, I'm just the wrong person to talk to. I think that it it comes from less platitudes and marketing, and mm -hmm. more. Let's focus in on the products, whether or not the products work or not, and and they're and they've been just pelting the the marketplace with all sorts of products of some some better than others and some not that good but this kind of almost a mm -hmm. almost kind of a uh, a desperation Sh in the way they're approach. pushing the pushing their products out versus okay I mean I, okay I'm not a fan of just egg okay obviously and and they're actually having sort of a little bit of a renaissance right now because of the um, the bird flu and the egg situation, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And they had a whole bunch of products. They had like just mayo and a bunch of other products. Yeah. And it's like, let's just focus in on the just egg because that product is a winner. I mean, they sort of have issues with QC. I mean, I could go on about that company too. They have a focus on a singular product that they're getting into the marketplace that they can push. And that product is, you know, begrudgingly I say is a winner. I can't say the same thing about the Beyond Meat personally. I mean, there's some people that might like it. In any like marketplace, there's the up market product and the down market product. If Beyond wanted to take like lower their prices and take their you know, and take the like cheap road, that would be fine. You know, appeal to people with less money, go to places, you know, sell at a lower price point. And like you could accept that maybe it's not quite as good as impossible because they're sell like if they were selling in like Taco Bell or whatnot, um, that would be okay. Well, um, I guess I guess if, Beyond has has um, um, Del Carl's Taco Jr. and Carl's right, Jr. yeah, Del Taco, which I I like the I like their Carl's Jr. and I like their Del Taco food. Um, so yeah, I don't know if it wasn't at a premium because they they say they want to compete on price. I mean, sure, I agree with you. Take longer, maybe maybe wait a while before releasing the jerky. Focus group it a little better. Not that I've had it, but everyone says it's bad. Um, if they were to focus group it and not be in a rush to release it, uh, maybe they wouldn't get the same backlash. But the other thing is to, yeah, you, you asked me before, uh, what would I do if I was beyond? Um, it looks like uh, Impossible's dominating the like premium upmarket burgers. So maybe focus on the affordable segment they're going to do yeah. their thing and but i do think that fake meat is here to stay it's not a fad sure. and uh that picture on that article is is, is a is a crime against unfair. humanity yeah totally unfair uh look you know until recently mcdonald's was like the absolute dominant hamburger place correct mm -hmm. so I don't think anyone anywhere would say McDonald's makes the best burger, right? So there's actually more to running a food business than being the best at making that specific food.
Yeah, and also, I don't want to be, you know, conspiracy theorist, but there's also a lot of dark money that pushes messages like this because right. they want impossible and beyond to fail because mm-hmm. they're they threatened by this tech. the status quo. Yeah, right. Of course. So the real question is, Mike Keller, what did I have for lunch today? I haven't had lunch yet. What is, what is, what do you want? What is your, what I want? What do you have? Do you I have want falafel. How about that? Are you going to get a falafel or are you just going to no, just want I'm just going to microwave some Trader Joe's food. You ask me what I want. <laughs>